What's up, Email Geeks? Welcome back to another Feedback Friday. This week with Chris from Aweber. How's it going, How's it going Chris? Oh, it's going well over here. Oh, very nice. Tell us a little bit about yourself. I am the Chief Product Officer at Aweber. I've been there for about six years, and uh, I love email. This episode is sponsored by Influence. From subject lines to pre-header text, call to action button placement, email content, header images, and more, you can test up to five versions of an email with the Influence Marketing Platform. Get a demo at the link below. I've done a bunch of personal projects uh, with email that I'm super proud of. I did a virtual pet uh, that people seem to like okay. And the thing I do weekly-ish is a newsletter called Would You Rather. It's an illustrated Would You Rather scenario every week that uh, folks submit their responses to and leave some really brilliant and funny comments on. It's been the best little community I've ever been a part of. Oh, and I'm a big, a really big, uh, really good emails fan, not to fawn too much, but I, I love what you all are doing. Well, thanks so much. We love what you are doing. I'm, tr- I'm trying to like just put all your side projects on the screen. There's probably <laughs> like a hundred different ones. So, but I think this is maybe one of the, the more longer running ones, the Would You Rather project. Yeah. I have a short attention span normally, except with Would You Rather. I, uh, I don't know why. It's because of the community, because people feed back so much into it that I love it so much. Yeah. Well, we're big fans. We've been following a lot. I feel like you guys have almost done it for years. I'm, I'm wondering if you're going to run out of situations. Never. Would you rather, but... <laughs> okay, well, can, we can jump into this first email. I think this is a really cool way to display this information. So did you design this one with Aweber? I did. And I used to have a template that I had um, hand-coded, and it had like much more uh, like bespoke data visualization in it. But it was just getting to be too much for me to manage every week to do a different data viz and, um, and manage everything so it worked just the way I wanted. So I'm actually using, a, a, nobody get super furious with me for this, but a drag and drop template to build out this email. And what I've done is I've just made a couple components for things like what is my hero section with the options look like and what do individual comments look like and then my, my footer as well. And I'm hoping that you'll roast this a little bit, Matt, because um, I'd love uh, some feedback. But uh, I actually was really kind of intentional about building it this way because of some of what we've learned about surveying through our work with the much larger lists that we email through Aweber. I'm a big fan. I feel like this is a, a nice step up from just like a plain text email. It kind of sits just a little bit ahead of you know like versus just like a fully designed template um so are you ready for the roast yeah go for it (laughs) i'm just kidding (laughs) no i think this is a great template i think the only thing would be cool is maybe some little hover effects some places that could be a nice little touch i'm always a fan for animation Uh, i think it could be a cool way to maybe display this information a little bit clearer um with like a bar graph or something dynamic that could be like a fun little challenge to maybe do um keep people a little bit engaged but i think these cards is a nice cool way to to kind of do that so is there anything that you've learned from this template or has it kind of stayed the same uh, since you started doing it uh one of the biggest things i learned and something that i think other folks could adopt when they're sharing ugc like this because these comments are user generated content it's the community leaving their answer and why they left it. And I found that people got really stoked when I would include their comment 
and a link to like their Twitter profile or Instagram. So you'll see like there's an opportunity in the survey that people click through to uh, leave a contact, um, either Instagram handle or uh, Twitter handle or something. And uh, folks get really excited. They'll oftentimes send me direct replies when they uh, are featured in the newsletter. So I, I think it's just kind of a neat way to make your audience feel like um, your uh, email isn't just something that they're receiving, it's something that they're a part of. Uh, it's not so much a, a visual design thing as much as it is a, an experience design um, to like give your community a piece of your, your newsletter or your email. So I guess is it maybe you can talk about a little bit how this works. So if I hit mullet. Think of it this way. It's essentially a simple survey, those options. And we usually do just an either or scenario. But in a couple cases, we've done multiples. Like uh, around uh, the holidays, we asked people who they'd rather meet. And it was like Santa or the Bell Snickle or the Yule Log. There were just a bunch of things. And this, these buttons are the first question in the survey. So it, when you click through, you'll see that there's a URL parameter that captures people's uh, choice and that's stored in the survey. And then we ask for a free response piece of feedback. And we just ask like, why did you make this choice? And uh, we're able to see all of that uh, through the survey. And, and uh, that's how we get our uh, performance numbers uh, through our survey and also where we grab our feedback from people. And I could not recommend that approach to surveying heavily enough. Almost every survey email I see from companies is somebody sending me an email, asking me to take a survey, and it's like there's a button to take the survey. Um, and that's easy to do, so I get why a lot of people do it. But if you have a survey tool where you can link to the first answer in a question and pre-fill it in a survey, I would really recommend that you do that. We do that as kind of our standard practice at Aweber. Uh, and we've tested that a number of times, both with our normal surveys, as well as like, uh, how did you feel about this email survey widget at the bottom of every email we send. We've seen higher participation rates and higher completion rates. So more people start the survey than just the button and more people complete the survey, for us at least. Um, and I think it's because the initial friction of making that first choice of clicking a button is so much lighter than deciding like, okay, I'm going to take this survey, which could be two minutes or five minutes or 15 minutes. Uh, so you're giving people an easier pathway into uh, answering your survey for you. And then at the point that they've already made that answer, they're already at least a little bit invested in the survey. And we found they'll be more likely to complete it which is super cool. More feedback from more people. Yeah, I like the simplicity of it. I, I think you're right. Just pressing a button is, is the right way to go and ask any other additional questions. That's kind of why I am hesitant to always recommend um, people trying to bring survey questions into an email and using some interactive form. I think that's another cool way to maybe stand out in the inbox and maybe there's some additional you know, information on that. Uh, if you test it, but I think a follow-up page is, you know, good as well, just to be able to capture that stuff right away. Do you have any thoughts on that? I, I mean, I tend to agree with you there. Like the full survey in an email is just like super cool uh, conceptually, but it's kind of hard to do. I wonder if it would be as effective. Like I'm, I'm a, uh, I love testing. 
uh, we split test a ton and I test a ton in Would You Rather. And I'd be really interested to, to know, like, are people more likely to take the survey if they can see all of it laid out in front of them? Or would they still be more likely if you can get them to just answer one question first? Uh, I, I don't know the answer to that, but I'd really love to. You had some other survey kind of quiz emails that we could also talk through that maybe can inspire some other email marketers. Yeah. Uh, so this one is from Taylor Brands. It's a pretty short um, short and sweet email, which I, I tend to like for surveys, just a pretty dedicated email with like a catchy subject line, um, either triggered maybe post-purchase or depending on maybe some action uh, to get people to fill out a survey to, to learn a little bit about their audience. When I saw this, I was trying to look for an example of a, like what I think of as a traditional survey email done really well. And I thought this, uh, did a traditional survey email really well. Like they're really clear about the fact that they care about your opinion in that headline. Uh, they're also really clear about the fact that they value it so much that they wanna give you something in return for sharing it, which I think is really important. If you have some sort of benefit you can give back to your audience for taking the time to share their opinion, I think that's, that's good. And it will generally increase your participation uh, and also just visually, I thought it looked really fun and striking. Uh, like the hero imagery is is just pretty rad without being overwhelming. I, I share this to say that like, I think this is a really great example of one of these survey emails, but I think it can be even better if you include that first question in the email. I think you're right. I think it maybe is, it could be hard depending on exactly sure. what that first question is potentially, but I do think some of the emails that we've seen where, yeah, that first one is just a very simple, I don't know, star rating or, you know, up or down them or something like that. It definitely catches your responses. And once people are on that landing page, they might be more interested in answering a few more questions. But I think you're right that the simplicity of this one sta stands out. I also out. feel like, um, and I know like there, there are strong opinions on either side of this, but I, I think that most surveys could probably stand to be a little bit more fun and interesting because I think sometimes when it comes to email and when it comes to surveys, we have this idea that like people stop being people when they're reading our emails or participating in surveys. They become like commerce bots that we're trying to get to perform the act of commerce or survey participant bots who are trying to get to complete a survey when that's not the case. Like, there's still people who just happen to be checking their email or taking a survey and people like being entertained. They like having to uh, think and play small games and, and have fun. I, I think that there are some opportunities for us to increase our engagement with our users through surveys by just making the entry point to it a little bit more fun, like asking them something unexpected. Say like, I care about your opinion. And then the first thing that you ask them about your, their opinion is something unexpected, like a simple either or choice or, or something like that. Yeah, I think to that point, I think it, it shows that email is more of a relationship. And, at, you know, in a relationship, you might check in from time to time and try to get some feedback on, you know, is our are, are communications relevant? Were you happy with that product? So I think anything fun that you can bring and, and make it a little less formal, less, you know, that you're just a number try and optimize that yeah. they're trying to get like a sales goal. 
Uh, and I think with this messaging too, it's pretty clear that there's an incentive for you to fill out the form and that they're interested in learning more to, to better serve you as a customer. So that's cool to see. This next one is a, a pretty simple kind of a, a satisfied email from Dropbox. And I, I like that they are sort of having the, the score laid out, like, as you said, um, really just letting you pick a specific answer right away rather than putting you on another landing page. Net Promoter Score is the percentage of customers rating their likelihood to recommend a company, a product, or a service to a friend or colleague. It is a management tool used to measure a customer loyalty and has been shown to correlate with revenue growth relative to competitors. I was looking for like NPS and um, satisfaction emails. And this is an area where, like you mentioned when we were talking about the last email, it's like this is a the perfect opportunity for you to include your first question in, uh, in the email. And I think Dropbox did a really good job at it here. Um, and the reasons it stuck out to me were uh, it's, the email has one goal. It's trying to get you to rate your experience and there's not other stuff to confuse or distract you. Um, and to that end, they have a slim down five point scale. So they don't have a 10 point scale like MPS normally is where you have to worry about how it behaves on mobile screens and it turns into this really long stacked list. It's just something, and there are these big buttons that you can interact with without um, having to worry about what you're actually selecting. And the coolest thing about this is again, like with a, a lot of these things, at least in my opinion, and I'll speak to NPS specifically, when you ask the first question of an NPS score of how likely are you to recommend us to a friend, or in this case, how satisfied were you with the support you received? That first score is somewhat helpful as a benchmark or to look at over time. But what you're real or what I'm really trying to get when I'm asking questions like these is why. So when you click through this in surveys like this, it normally brings you to the second question, which is a free response input where you they ask you, well, why did you select that text? Because that's something that I can actually try and fix, you know? Building these in the past, usually you're trying to tailor each of these numbers to a specific landing page and hopefully provide some additional support or something like that, yeah. um, if possible. Hopefully people are looking at this stuff. I feel people set these up because they think they should have them, but rarely look at their responses. So uh, I think it's nice, especially if you can actually have a feedback loop with these types of customers and either connect them with like a customer support person or even even if it's a five, like you know, I'm passing that information back to our team. Like, I'm so excited to share that or something. Yeah, so. that's a great idea. We have, uh, when people fill out MPS at Aweber, it sends a, uh, a notification to a Slack or it adds a comment to a Slack channel. So we see them come in in real time and can be like, oh, wow, that's cool. I think I can fix that. Or, um, or we don't do enough of what you just suggested, but that's a really good idea to... Like look at the people who are all about your stuff and just take a moment to thank them for caring. That's a that's a great reminder, Matt. That's what I'm here for, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we can I think we've looked at this one in a previous feedback Friday. Oh. Me and Mike broke this one down, but it's really cool to revisit because I still have never seen anything like this again. I think Harry's just killed it with, you know, this one, which is uh, a whole survey, right? In an email, yeah. really simplistic. I mean, I was blown away by this. Everything about this works for me, at least uh, in the desktop view. Like, 
It fits the character of the brand as far as I know it. Uh, it looks beautiful. Like, I love the illustrations and the palette that they chose. The execution of the quiz, like the, the different states of um, the answers are just, it feels like a web app in the best possible way. I think it's one of the best uses of interactive email that I, I've seen. And it's, it's not too complicated to replicate, but yeah, there's multiple end states where the survey, if it's mostly green, will show you the green answer. Um, if it's mixed results, it'll show you a generic um, answer. And I think one of my favorite things, too, is if you scroll down to the f bottom, if you haven't filled out the quiz, it will like kind of prompt you here as well to, to fill out the quiz first. Um, so I think there's just a lot of different cases within this, and the, the fallback is a pretty nice marketing email. So definitely take a look at this one. Uh, maybe inspire something on your brand, but there's a lot of different lessons to learn with this one outside of, um, you know, it being a survey. Uh, I guess if maybe there's a way to improve, there might be like a, a cool, fun way to capture this or share your results potentially, depending on the brand yeah. that you're doing. But I think this is a cool way to, to show this information and hopefully maybe on some of the AMP stuff that's coming out, we see some more interactive stuff like this. Yeah. Actually, Matt, when you finish filling it out, like, can you show me that end state again? I, I should just pull it up. Sorry. Sure. We can do all red and get a rich and exotic thing. Oh, nice. Yeah. I like that. I, I, my suggestion they've already done, which is like categorize what that says about you. And that like you like rich and exotic, that's like, I think that's pretty, pretty cool. Um, anything that can make you feel special and like, and good about yourself uh, as part of the choice, like that, I think that's a win. Yeah. And I like how they, they sort of color code these answers as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think this is just a really great email example. Uh, lots of cool things to learn from this one. Yeah. Road Scholar is another cool, interesting brand that has really stepped up their email game. I think we met them at a Litmus Live conference and we did a little live feedback, but they really impressed me with all the different emails that they've been sending. They have really great, you know, polished graphics. They're using a lot of live text whenever possible. So I think their email communications have really been on point. Um, so what stood out to you on this one? Uh, I was worried about it feeling really weird on small screens, but it doesn't. It uh, reflows and basically just drops the the last item in the list to directly below and centered. Yeah, I think for me, this one is pretty cool as um, a way to maybe add something like this to an email. I'm not sure if it maybe deserves its whole dedicated email. It's still pretty cool, though. Uh, I like the hover effects. I almost wish that would go on to the images as well, just to show that it's a little bit more interactive. But this is a fun little way. I think QZ is another one that they sort of do a survey and they try to give you like the right answers at the bottom of the page or something. Uh, but this is a cool way to maybe do this as a brand to even be like, you know, what's our top selling item for this month or, you know, something like that, which is bringing in um, some different information. I think these all go to the same page. So I think this is just a, a fun way to maybe get someone to a blog post to, to see if they were right or yeah. just a way to interact with content. It looks cool too. I mean, like for the, uh, it has like just the right amount of cheese uh, to be, <laughs> um, and I say that as like the highest compliment, like it feels so 
4th of July. And I think that they executed that really well. It, it almost feels like a, uh, like a school event or a competitive quiz or something like that that you would do in elementary school, which again, I, I say as high praise because it like elicits all those like fun memories of being a kid and, and learning that at least I have. If they could figure out the whole interactive piece or try to do something with mm. AMP, you know, picking the right solution maybe has like a confetti or something, That's a great like, idea. something like interactive. And maybe these links do link out a little differently depending on if you get the right answer or not. But hopefully if you got the right answer, maybe they could make that landing page like, you know, do something cool if you landed on it just to make that feel a little bit special if you got it right. In talking about AMP, it's no secret that we're like really hyped on AMP. Like I be personally believe uh, a lot in its future to improve the email experience and improve email or people's lives by not forcing them to go to the web where they don't need to go to websites. But one neat or interesting thing that we've been finding is people just don't have an expectation that this sort of stuff, that AMP enabled stuff can happen in email. Like we, we test a lot of AMP polls in things in our blog newsletter. And oftentimes people either won't interact with the, a survey or something. Like one of our assumptions is that they don't wanna deal with the redirect or they won't interact with the interactive stuff that happens as a result of them interacting with the AMP element uh, because it's just not clear that, the, that anything is even happening because people don't, aren't used to, to AMP in email yet. That was a really dumb way to describe the fact that I think like folks who are experimenting with AMP, you at least right now, you might want to explicitly call out in your email that something is interactive because that's not the expectation that most people have yet. You know, whenever tool tips you can provide, even if like they had maybe like yeah. some pulsing CSS animations either on hover or just like in a sequence to like show you these like over time, what might be an interesting or cool way, but... I think maybe to your point too that either people don't know that's interactive or maybe your list doesn't have a large audience that sure. may be using an email client that may support that. Um, so I know like we're email people, we talk about cool stuff all the time, but I think something like this, you know, can get the job done, you know, with some, maybe some smart redirects or something like that. So I think those opportunities are there for people that want to try that. Um, but I don't know like if that would if it's worth spending that much time to really do that, if you're sure. getting the same sort of result at the end of the day. So um, Skillshare, we're always a big fan of their emails. I love all these uh, illustrations up here. It almost seems like your style of illustrations a little bit. Some I, cool faces I definitely, uh, when I was looking at the email, I was like, oh man, I, I don't know if you feel this way, but oftentimes the people that I most admire and most want to work with, like I'll see something from them and be like, oh, I wish I had done that. Like um, that sort of, I feel is like a healthy sense of competition, but that's what I felt when I saw this uh, email. The style is just cool. I really like the new Skillshare branding as well, um, but the style of it is really cool. I like the interactivity of the um, actual quiz. Uh, they do something similar to the Harry's example, where based on your answers to each of the questions, they link you to a specific results page. I don't necessarily think this is as elegant an execution as Harry's because the Harry's email had such a great like unified experience. Like it felt again, like an app. And this feels a little bit more like a normal 
quiz or like a BuzzFeed quiz or something, which is great for what it does. It's just not as stylistically like cohesive as the Harry's one. That being said, though, I do think it fits the uh, Skillshare brand that like you can learn all sorts of things on Skillshare. And I just think it's well done. I think you're right that in general, this is a cool way to display that. And the see your results way, uh, you know, individual link. I think that's a pretty nice CTA copy wise, but maybe they could even mm -hmm. make it like a little bit more individualized. And to your point, I wonder too now if if they, they need some sort of arrow to, to let you know that these are clickable, you yeah. know, if they are going to be interactive. That is probably the best point about this is that they do look a little bit just like grids of like product grids that you would see in a normal email. Yeah, but overall, I'm a big fan of this. We did an interview with Skillshare with their team. So oh, cool. definitely give that one a read. But with their new branding, it's they're bringing a lot of cool stuff to the email and, and using that channel really effectively to get people into their product. So yeah, it, it looks them. super fun. Like I said, jealous. <laughs> and this last one is from code camp. Uh, I did not register my kid at code camp. I don't know where exactly who submitted this email, but I don't know who Isabella is, but this is a, a fun way to show results. Cause you know, I think we've seen a bunch of emails of, you know, getting actual, inputs into surveys but this is a nice little one to, to maybe show your results from a survey i agree with you like i think it just fit the character of the school or program so much and i love that they essentially just like presuming these are actual survey results just took the survey results and dropped in um, a really positive uh, result as social proof i thought it was really smart really well done and likely um will land pretty well with parents of uh, elementary school or middle school kids, uh, whoever they're, they're targeting. I, I have a daughter who's 12, and uh, I'll admit this landed well for me because I, I'm always thinking of like, well, what are really fun ways for her to learn something that's also going to um, set her up for success? I'm talking like a parent now in the future. Um, but also, I love and really believe in the power of technology to do good. Um, so it, it really spoke well to me. And if there are other people out there like me who have kids and are evaluating educational programs like this, I, I feel like it'd be effective because I feel like it's fun. This uh, girl and my daughter would be excited to do it. And uh, I think this is why I'm such a big fan of your virtual pet emails is because it really takes your response and, you know, triggers another sort of email or includes your response in the next send. So I think that level of personalization is really great to see. And maybe this is a nice way to remind people to, if someone's gonna take the time to do your survey and you capture that information and you have their email address, use that, you know, those results to, in the next email send, like, hey, you said that you really wanted more information about this product, here you go, or something. Yeah. You know, you know, fire something off to let them know that, oh, we're actually listening to you. The, the survey that you filled out is making your experience a little bit better or something. Um, so maybe it's not something that you send them right away. Maybe you wait a month and say like, hey, are you still interested in learning more about this based on the survey results? So I think there's a cool way to, to use that data, you know, if you have it and make sure that if someone's going to fill out a survey and take the time that you're actually using those responses for something. Yeah, you know what? That is a very good point. And I actually think it gets to a broader point about automation in general. I I'd actually, I don't want to like lay this on people, but I feel like um, 
a lot of the times as email marketers, we're trying to hide automation. Like we're trying to slip in uh, calls to action and interactions that we can use to, to turn into triggers or to tag people or whatever. And I wonder if we'd be more successful if we were just more open about the fact that like, hey, click one of these links so we can make sure that you get content you actually want. And then to your point, in future emails, we could say, um, hey, because you click that link, we're sending you this, you know? Make the person feel like they have more agency. There's like a, a mix, I guess, with things like machine learning becoming a bigger thing within email as well of, I think with really good emails, we try to be as transparent as possible that yes, we're tracking you if, if you allow us to track you and we're gonna try to provide the best experience with the information that we're collecting. And obviously we're not trying to collect more information that we need and we're not sure. trying to be too creepy. Uh, but to your point, I like being transparent whenever you can be. Uh, maybe you don't like show every single thing that you know about a person, it might freak them out. Yeah. But if there's like a, a way to sort of nudge them in the right direction to say like, yes, we're listening. You know, we know that you like these set of products or we know that you answer this way on a survey. Uh, let us, you know, serve you a little bit better. Well, great. Thank you so much for walking through these surveys. Uh, where can everyone subscribe to Would You Rather? You could go to wouldyourather.fun to sign up. And uh, I say weekly-ish on those pages because sometimes I'll go a week or a few um, without sending one out. But uh, I'm always trying to get better. And the more you email me and tell me that you want one, the more I'll do them. And Matt, I have almost have my next uh, generation of inbox pet uh, ready to go. It's going to be cool. It's It was a lot of fun. I love I've been that. Think, I've been thinking about my inbox pet a lot recently. <laughs> I'm like, what has it been up to? You know, is it doing all right? I haven't fed it in a while. Oh, no. I hope it's doing okay. <laughs> Maybe that's like a, a thing that you'll have to add. You have to click a link each week to make sure that you're taking care of it. Otherwise, you'll send an email that it. it I'm gonna do that, man. <laughs> I am going to to get that in. This one has a lot more animation, so hopefully it should. Oh, be very nice, fun. very nice. Well, I look forward to that. Thanks so much for joining. I love looking at these survey emails. We'll have to send some more surveys. Talk to these customers a little bit more. Yeah. Thanks again for joining, and have a great Friday. Thanks, you too. See ya.